Hi guys, this is Gary, the owner and founder of Raw Dog Hawaii. Welcome to the Raw Dog Hawaii podcast. February is Dental Health Month for dogs. And I want to talk a little bit about why dental health is important. B, why your dog should never have to go to the veterinarian for a dental cleaning. And finally, C, why your dog has to go back to the vet so frequently when you don't have to. Not your vet, but your dentist. I think you kind of got that, but just in case. Okay, so periodontal disease in dogs is a big deal because the bacteria that build up on a dog's teeth, they continuously swallow. So that's good bacteria, mainly bad bacteria, and bacteria that normally would not exist in their gut biome. The problem with that is bad bacteria is constantly swallowed over extended periods of time due to food buildup and decay on and between their teeth and the tartar or the plaque that builds up on their teeth as well. Why do we spend so much money taking a dog to the vet, having the dog sedated, getting the dog's teeth mechanically cleaned, and then six months to less than a year later, our dog's teeth are covered in plaque and we have to go back and do the thing again. First of all, anesthesia is not foolproof. One of the side effects of anesthesia is death. Second, it's a weird experience for your dog to be taken to the vet first. Most dogs don't like it. Uh, There are a few that do, but they're the exceptions to the rule. Most dogs smell that sickness and know what's going on when they're going to the vet. And they usually know it's not for a good reason. Second, you're exposing your dog to a lot of other contagions when you do take your dog to a vet because healthy dogs generally don't go to vets. And then finally, the cost. Um, This was, gosh, seven years ago. Um, One of my first customers took her uh, Ridgeback uh, Mastiff mix. I'm sorry, I met her on this Sunday. This was uh, one of my farmer's markets. Um, Met her on a Sunday. Uh, She came up to the booth asking about her food. I asked her about a dog, and and she told me about her dog weighs 90 pounds. uh, Is actually still on the cover of our brochure to this day. And she was taking Lucky to the vet on Monday for a dental cleaning. And it was going to cost her about 800 bucks. So she didn't have the money to immediately switch to raw. And I, I stopped her, and I said please cancel or at least delay that appointment for two weeks and I reached into one of the coolers and I grabbed a large knuckle bone and I said give this to your dog let your dog chew on this and within two weeks you're going to see that your dog's teeth are much whiter than they are now if not abnormally whiter than they are now you you seriously won't believe the difference So about six days later, she called me and she said, hey, you know, I'm Lucky's mom. I'm the one I met you at the farmer's market. You gave me a knuckle bone. Uh, I canceled that vet appointment because my dog's teeth are white 
and she sent me a picture of Lucky's teeth after six days of gnawing on a knuckle bone. So literally, uh, a less than $10 bone saved this lady $800 in completely unnecessary veterinary fees. Dogs in the wild don't eat grains or starches. All dogs, including wolves, lack an enzyme in their saliva called amylase. A-M-Y-L-A-Z-E, or S-E, depending on what part of the world you're in, and I may just be misspelling it. Um, Amylase is used to convert starches into sugars. The pancreas also produces amylase along with other digestive enzymes. So here's the rub. If a dog and I ate, let's say, Krispy Kreme donuts, and I got a dozen, the dog ate a dozen, I ate the dozen, it would take me a while because I'd probably get a sugar high by the sixth one. Um, My stomach would be killing me by the eighth one. The dog would inhale the whole box. But dogs, because they can't move their lower jaw from side to side, don't chew like we do. They, they, like cows, will grind back and forth that grass to break down the plant fiber. Dogs physically lack that ability to move their lower jaw. So when you see that a dog is, looks like it's, it's chewing, what it will appear is the dog's head is tilted to one side and they're literally trying to get whatever's in their mouth over to one or other side of their mouth to their teeth where they can kind of crunch it into smaller pieces. Dogs don't grind. Even even their molars are sharp and pointy. So if you ever look at a dog's teeth, and I'm sure you can Google what is you know dog's teeth on Mr. Google, and he will show you pictures uh, of many a dog's teeth and they're all pointed. So none are flat like our molars. Cow's teeth are almost all completely flat because of the lifetime of grinding that they do on plant forage. But it's for this reason that the argument that uh, when dogs are chewing on dry food, that helps clean their teeth. And, And that is a lie. Whoever tells you that, wherever you read that, unless it's concrete or or rock that they're trying to chew on, it's not hard enough to break any plaque loose from their teeth. Now, if I contrast that to a beef bone or even chicken backs, and fair warning, I am talking raw bones. I'm not talking about cooked bones. I do not advocate giving a dog cooked bones. They're not safe. The reason they're not safe is because the moisture has been cooked out of them and their moisture content is incredibly low. Uh, When we dehydrate things, for example, uh, liver will go from about 85% moisture content down to less than five. A bone will probably lose about 30% of its weight in water if we were to dehydrate it or attempt to dehydrate it. So 
dry, bro- dry bones and imagine a wishbone in a turkey, if I cut that out and I gave that to a five-year-old before I cooked the turkey, I would have probably five minutes worth of fun watching the five-year-old try to pull it apart and break it and eventually get bored and give it back to me. If I give that same five-year-old a wishbone from a cooked turkey that's dried a little bit, they're going to be able to snap it really quickly. And you'll see that the edges of that bone then become very sharp and jagged. So that's why cooked bones are not safe to give a dog, not because they're going to get stuck, but because when they break and how they break causes them to fragment or shatter or splinter. Raw bones have such a high moisture content that the only thing that it's going to happen to them is they're going to possibly crush or they're going to squish like a chicken back. A chicken back, if I were to put a a chicken back on uh, concrete and take a cinder block and smash it, the only thing that would probably happen is my cinder block might break. The chicken back might look a little dirty, but it's it's probably not going to break. And if anything breaks, it might be just a couple of ribs from the sheer impact. Uh, if I put a marrow bone or I put a knuckle bone and do that same experiment where I'm dropping a cinder block on top of the bone, I guarantee you that that marrow bone and that knuckle bone won't break. The cinder block absolutely will break first. So those type of bones, what we call raw meaty bones or recreational bones, these are bones that allow the dog to first exercise their jaw muscles, which they don't do with dry kibble. Second, it stimulates their brain to actually do something to try to either pull tendon or or figure out how to get the marrow out of that little hole, constantly licking it. Tongue is another muscle that barely gets any exercise in dogs. So if you give a dog a a frozen knuckle bone or a frozen marrow bone, they're going to be at it for hours and they're probably going to fall asleep because their face is exhausted. Uh, And it's also cool with some bigger dogs to kind of watch them get brain freeze uh, if you give it to them frozen. Um, And it lasts a little bit longer. But if I take a beef bone and I take it and I put it out in the yard and I come back a week later and I pick it up, it's going to smell like a warm beef bone it's not going to smell bad or nasty. If I try to do that with a chicken breast or a chicken back, I come back the next day, that thing is going to reek. It, it is going to rot. Uh, beef has an enzyme in it that inhibits bacterial growth, and that's what allows us to dry age steaks for 45 to 60 days, like some of these big steakhouses do. They lose moisture, but that concentrates the flavor. The, the beef does not go bad. Whereas with chicken, unfortunately, that bacteria does not exist and there are no enzymes in it that prohibit it from decaying over time. And chicken, any type of uh, poultry, pork, anything else is going to decay. Uh, So the beef bone 
is fine to leave out. Even if ants get on it, even if flies land on it, none of those things are going to hurt your dog. That This is what they do in the wild. They're actually considered scavenging carnivores, so they would rather find a one-month-old dead carcass and gnaw on the bones to get at the marrow rather than going over to kill a crippled chicken because they're lazy hunters, hence scavenging hunters. And they've been companions of man for tens of thousands of years. So we've actually trained them to change their behavior and depend on us more for food than their hunting skills. And so that may account for some of the genetic differences in their DNA uh, between um, wolves and domesticated dogs. But let's get back to the tartar on the teeth. So as a dog grinds, or if you pick up a bone or a toy that a dog has been chewing on, what you'll notice is, and especially on a bone, you'll see scrape marks. So this is where the dog has bitten down, applied force, and then rotated their head. And they usually hold the bone under or between their front paws in order to get that leverage. Because as as they're scraping, that more mimics a tearing behavior, like uh, pulling meat off of a bone or tearing uh, flesh into smaller pieces. And, And those scrapes are going to be against the more vertical or the flatter sides of their teeth. And over short periods of time, that tartar gets scraped off. The other phenomenon is what holds the tartar in place to begin with. So uh, there was a a very, very recent study that just came out, and I'll uh, mention that in the next podcast where you can go read it. Um, It was done with beagles, and they all had some type of um, periodontal uh, tartar buildup issues, and they were given bones. And in the short study window, uh, all of the dogs had uh, tartar removal and, and had noticeable improvement in the quality of their gums as well as the quality, uh, the, the uh, lower volume of tartar that was built up on their teeth. We've also seen the reversals. In other words, uh, a dog has just had their teeth cleaned. And in little as seven days, that tartar can be built back up on the tooth. And you would never know that dog had just undergone a dental cleaning procedure. What holds that on and causes the decay to the teeth and the periodontal disease uh, that causes issues with the gums is the fact that there is no amylase. So those donuts get packed between their teeth and stuck to the surface of the teeth and the bacteria in their mouth start feeding on it. When the bacteria feeds on it, they leave behind excrement and you get sticking of the, the tartar or the uh, the feces of the bacteria on the two surfaces and you get the starchy product wedged between the teeth and that's what causes uh, the inflamed gums uh, and gum disease and then they continuously are swallowing these bacteria 
which have many unwanted and undesirable effects uh, to a dog's immune system. So this is one of the reasons why bones, raw meaty bones, uh, uncooked bones, whatever you want to call them, are crucial to a dog's daily routine because they act as a toothbrush and a tartar removal tool for dogs. Now the reason it takes us so long to go back to the dentist and because we can keep brushing our teeth and keep most of that tartar off is our saliva contains that enzyme amylase. So the donuts that are stuck between my teeth are constantly coming in contact with my saliva and amylase and they're continually being broken down into sugars and then I swallow the sugars along with the saliva. So over time those things stuck between my teeth are digested and pass through my body whereas with a dog they would never leave the spaces between the mouth or between the teeth in their mouth. This is also the other reason that dogs have bad breath. When you've got stinky bacteria in your mouth and you've got packed in food that is literally decaying in their mouth over time and you have built up bacteria excrement holding that tartar onto their teeth, you've got stinky dog breath. The other thing that contributes to that is the fermentation of those starches in their uh, stomach and in their digestive tract, mainly in their stomach, is when they burp or when a dog has gas, that is almost a universal indicator that they've been eating something that causes bloat, swelling, uh, or gas buildup, and that thing is called starch. So that is one of the reasons why we don't use any starches in our recipes, because the only place that a dog in the wild would find any type of... uh, anything like a potato or a sweet potato or some other starchy vegetable would be if it was in the stomach of the prey animal that they just killed. And in that case, more than likely, it's either partially digested or there's enough digestive enzymes around it that the dog can simply eat it, pass it through its body very quickly, and then it comes out of stool. So I don't have to worry about those starches as much in their in their mouth. And they're constantly going to be chewing on bones. That's what makes up their prey animals anyway. Um, the bro- their bone structure and their cartilage. So those are going to become mechanical removal tools for dog's teeth. So give your dog a bone. Um, an apple a day keeps the dentist away. Uh, sorry. Pick, pick some analogy that works for you, but uh, please do not give your dogs raw hides. Uh, raw hides are chemically treated. They have added colors, glue, added preservatives, um, if, if, and treats. If you're going to give it your dog a treat, make it a single ingredient treat, like turkey or chicken or grass-fed beef or something that doesn't have anything more than the ingredient that you're giving to your dog. If you see things that you don't know, use your phone and look them up because more than likely it's a preservative like ethylene glycol. Uh, That's what they use to de-ice aircraft wings, uh, BHA or BHT, known carcinogens, or some other type of um, 
either moisture control chemical or uh, fat stabilizing chemical. So if you want to give your dog something special, go to the grocery store, buy some marrow bones and or some knuckle bones, ask your butcher. Uh, you can probably buy them online and have them shipped to your house now. Um, anyway, that is, that is my professional opinion as somebody who has raw fed dogs for quite a long time and owned his own pet food manufacturing business for over seven years now. And I've seen so many cases of periodontal uh, disease and uh, subsequent correction of periodontal problems simply with the addition of raw bones to a dog's daily regimen. Thanks again. This is Gary. You guys have a great night and aloha from Hawaii. We'll talk to you soon.